0: There's honestly nothing more important than taking care of yourself because if you're not feeling your best, you just can't be your best. Sambugal helps you feel your best with powerful immune support powered by nature's superfruit, the black elderberry. So I know a couple of weeks ago, well, actually a month or so ago now, I was not feeling my best. I knew that I was going to be traveling, and I knew that I wanted to keep up my wellness routine, but I didn't want to pack a ton of extra supplements, so I knew that I just wanted to make it quick and easy. So introducing Sambucol. Not only do their products come in a variety of different modalities, they've got the drink powder, which is what I traveled with, they have their effervescent tablets, their chewable tablets, and of course their capsules if you want to keep it simple. We love their gummies. We love the instant drink powder. It was super easy. I brought it on a plane. I brought it with me to Boston and I actually even used it as a little bit of a hot tea at night. So the Black elderbell. <laughs> Elderberry has so many antioxidants. It's really great and rich for immune support naturally. I'm so excited to partner with Sambucol. Right now, you can get 15% off of your next order of $9.99 or more at SambucolUSA.com. Use the code pot. Use the code hotter 15 for a discount. Again, that is 15% off of your next order of $9.99 or more at SambucolUSA.com. I highly recommend the black elderberry flavor. Yeah fizzy drink powder as well if you are traveling. Uh, I also really recommend the gummies, especially if you've got kids in the house. You make it fun, make it easy, keep it in your medicine cabinet, and you just pop one every morning for a little bit of support. It's not something that's just going to prevent all of these colds or sinus infections. It's actually just there to support your natural immunity, right? So incorporate this into your wellness routine. You can get 15% off of your next order of 9 dollars or more at Sambucol, USA. Use the code HOTTER15 at checkout. Thank you so much for sponsoring today's podcast.
1: I did not know by starting out a water bottle company that I'd be going through like had i known all of the shit that i have to go through it i mean some of it sounds like first world problems but having people try to kidnap me like i don't i did not know that that would be a thing and
0: let's talk about that
1: i've never talked about this before why not well i don't know it's just not something that comes up i guess i mean
0: <laughs> well only if you're open to it, if it's something that you think is pertinent to who you are as a person. If not, we can, yeah. you can just leave the people guessing. Yeah,
1: no, it's okay. You're cool. We can chat.
0: <laughs> well, if at the end of this, you want me to cut it out, let me know. But otherwise, I'll keep it all in. But I, I can imagine that now having a young daughter, that probably brings up some other stuff. So what happened when you mentioned you almost got kidnapped? Hello, hello, hotter than health. Are we ready for part two? I know last episode, the billion dollar bamboozlement with Travis, we heard all about his life. We heard about the creation of Hydro Flask. We heard stories of his travels. That was all fun. That was all good. We ended with a doozy. If you haven't listened to the beginning, middle, end of that episode, I think it's really important to say that we need to remember that this is someone's real life that we're talking about. This is not just a book that we're reading or a podcast that we're hearing. This is someone who is living this as we speak. And without truly knowing that person, without knowing who Travis is as a business person, as a traveler, a a seeker, and a father, it's, it's challenging to appreciate what we're going to hear in the next episode. I also want to preface this episode by saying that this is not a this is not a political podcast. We are here to hear people's experiences. We're here to hear stories. We're here to be entertained. We're here to educate. We're here to try to add some layers of perspective to all of our lives, whether that be with the way that we look at food, the way we look at fitness, the way we perceive health in any certain way. As our experiences in our life expand, our perspective does as well. We were not just born to be in this box and live in this comfort zone for our whole lives. We are meant to have these experiences to broaden our scope. Travis is a clear testament to that happening exactly. Maybe he started out living life feeling one way, looking at things in a certain light. And after we hear a little bit more about what has gone on in his life... I think that we will appreciate a little bit more the different perspectives that he's cultivated. This is not to isolate anyone. This is not to put anyone down for any opinions that they have. This is just simply showing someone else's perspective and how it has evolved over time. If this is a different perspective from yours, whether it's forever, temporarily, don't shut it down just because it's different from yours. If this perspective is something that maybe makes you uncomfortable, maybe just sit in that, understand why it might make you uncomfortable and then say, okay, maybe maybe this isn't for me, but it's it's not a bad thing. It's just another opinion. This isn't here to, to push anyone or make anyone's statements, but it is just another way of making sure that we are giving a platform to people who have a different perspective, letting us know that it's it's okay to think differently and to think outside the box and to change your mind. Again, we might start thinking out one way and then something happens and experience happens and it, it causes us to shift our mindset. And I think that's healthy. And I think changing our minds is good and it's, it's creative and it's dynamic and that's what we need. So I really appreciate Travis coming on this next portion of the podcast episode. We go into his experience with potential kidnapping. we talk a lot about the back end of business the nitty-gritty and the things that we maybe don't see in the media the things that we don't see in the news and the things that maybe we maybe we should see i don't know that's my perspective is that we will start to see a lot more of the cracks start to show, whether it is in our government, whether it's in the media, whether it is just in our own lives. I think that as as we start to listen and hear other people's stories, it'll start to enlighten us to a lot of different things. And I just want this to be entertaining, informative, and a conversation between two people who are curious. I'm so thrilled for you to hear the second part of travis's episode if this impacts you in any way if you are entertained if you like this episode if you feel like more people should hear it then please take a screenshot of listening to the episode post it to your social media and i will reshare it we will do our best to get this out there please do what you can to share as you know we're always trying to build reviews so if you are able to leave a review on itunes do so. And if you feel like using some keywords like nutrition, health, fitness, you know, lifestyle, holistic, or whatever, any keywords that you think might be good for health, nutrition, wellness, fitness, lifestyle, fun, entertainment, just use some good keywords, not just thanks for the podcast. I mean, any review helps, but keywords help even more. And (laughs) There's your lesson of the day for a little SEO. Without further ado, let's get Travis back onto the podcast. If you haven't listened to part one, head back. Listen to Billion Dollar Bamboozlement Part One. This is part two with Travis Roseback.
1: I did not know by starting out a water bottle company that I'd be going through. Like had I known all of the shit that I have to go through, it I mean, some of it sounds like first world problems, but having people try to kidnap me like I don't I did not know that that would be a thing and
0: let's talk about that
1: I've never talked about this before
0: why not well
1: I don't know it's just not something that comes up I guess I mean
0: (laughs) well only if you're open to it if it's something that you think is pertinent to who you are as a person if not we can you can just leave the people guessing
1: yeah. No, it's okay. You're cool. We can chat. Well,
0: cool. <laughs> if at the end of this, you want me to cut it out, let me know, but otherwise I'll keep it all in. But I-, I can imagine that now having a young daughter that probably brings up some other stuff. So what happened when you mentioned, you almost got kidnapped?
1: Yeah. I had people who, uh, basically long story short, it was, a. um, it was a couple, there was a a man and his wife and they, uh, were sent from, I don't know, which I think is kind of the, the scariest part of it, um, to come in and first they tried to lure me. Uh, I'm a grown ass man. Like you can't just lure me with alcohol and, and stupid stuff. Like that doesn't, you know, that not a, not a good, not a good way to try to get me. Uh, and then they had weapons and they tried to get me into their, their, uh, their van thing. And, um, luckily this was, I had a shotgun with me. I, I, like I said, I've got property. I live out in the woods. And so, I mean, we had Cougar and Bobcat and saw some Bigfoot tracks and stuff like that. So I'd keep my shotgun with me and thank goodness I had it close at hand and I, I made it pretty clear that that wasn't going to be happening. And, um, and I also, I've spent a lot of time. I mean, throughout the years at the, at the, you know, like, like I said, like people really would get picked up from the federal marshals all the time in the, in, in St. Croix and in the, the islands and having the fence company, I worked with some pretty hardcore essays, you know, and so I seen some shit and so I'm not really, and I've been to a lot of third world countries and I, you know, I used to drink and so I used to go to these like rough and tumble bars in these third world back alleys so like i wasn't like his physical size and he like had quite obviously just been released from prison and she looked like she had as well and they were i mean they were rough and um
0: what was the setting were you in portland
1: uh no i was i was closer to home and and that's kind of what gets me too is like i didn't mean
0: portland i meant oregon i'm sorry
1: yeah yeah i was here in oregon yeah
0: wow and so after when was
1: that uh well that was about five years ago and then uh just after that like i had a daughter and some stuff happened there too which i i really don't i can't go into but um it, it's not. And then I've had people steal from me. I mean, I had my financial advisor who works at a large money company that everybody recognizes. He was a client of mine at the fence company. He stole all my money just for the fuck of it. And, uh, that was,
0: and he wasn't arrested for this or taken.
1: Oh, nope, nope, the, the big bankers don't, they, they have, there's a good old boys club and, um, water can really help people. I mean, we can really do a lot of a lot of stuff with water that the pharmaceutical companies don't want us to know about. And anytime I kind of start going down that road, i I get, I get black SUVs following me and my mom and my daughter, stuff like that. So I don't, i I had no idea the kind of shit that happens at a whole different level. I always thought that, like, the celebrities on TV were like really good people and they were really kind hearted and nice and fun. And and then I met them and I realized that there's a lot of dark shit going on. And I think that 22, 2022 we're going to start finding out more and more about what's going on behind the scenes with a lot of the CEOs and a lot of the celebrities and a lot of the politicians and I, I hope that we do. I hope that we can really put an end to a lot of this. Um, I think that we're going to see a lot of people dying of COVID. Okay, good. And and, um, and I don't mean you know like our moms and sisters and aunts and uncles. I mean the the ones who deserve it. That that's going to be the the out is they're going to say that they were uh, taken by COVID.
0: Oh, you think that that's going to be the label that they put onto those situations?
1: It's easy. Yeah. It's, to have people taken out and then just put a label of, of of a blanket on it. You know, like here's a blanket statement that we can use for all of these people that we just took.
0: Well, especially when when there's um, financial incentives for um, big pharma and for hospitals to have uh, COVID cases and people on <laughs> ventilators. There's a and, and this is I want to make this clear that this does not make me. A conspiracy theorist. This does not make me anti anything. It's really just a matter of I started out feeling one way, but small bits of information like we can find information to support any argument. But I only think it's fair if all of the information comes to the surface. And it's just that's not what's happening. Like the fact checker for the number one source of news, Twitter, is an affiliate of of a big pharma company who is delivering a big vaccine. So it's like all of these little things, it's, it's really tough. It's, it's harder now to not think, okay, there's a little, but why can't we just have a clean slate? Why can't we just have, you know, pure facts and figures with all of the information without it being, without me being a bad person or canceled for saying these things. And, that's what is really, really challenging. And I can only imagine that when you've reached when you've reached a the upper echelon in your career that you have, you're put into a different category. And your your opinions and your thoughts and what you do is it's impactful. And people say follow the money all the time. And it's really true
1: like growing up and reading Brian Tracy and Zig Ziglar and Jim Rohn and all those business books, like nobody ever told me like what the day after success would look like. I had no idea what would really happen. Like, sure. I had a, I had an okay idea as to where I would end up the day after success, but I had no idea the extent of, of it all. And, um, the greatest thing I have is that other people are healthy and happy from drinking out of water bottles. Like it's not just hydro flask. There's so many other knockoff bottle companies, Well, all of the bottle companies are knockoff after hydro. It's true. Well, double vacuum insulated. Right. So I'm happy because other people are healthy, but the toll that it took on Travis myself, I don't know that I would do it again. And I don't, I, I, I know for a damn fact, I would not want my daughter to be the CEO of a large corporation. Mm-hmm. I would not want anybody, any of my loved ones. Like I don't recommend that for, you know, my friends and family and my loved ones.
0: Wow. Wow. And last question, well, last real question and then I want just like a quick rapid fire for lifestyle We'll end with some levity. What is the question that you wish people would ask you the most? You know what I would like?
1: I would like people to ask how they can help me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like all I do is help and help and help and people take and take and take and, take and um, have took and have took and have took. And I, I think that, um, I, yeah, I just, I'd love for somebody to just say, Travis, how can I really help you? Like, what do you need, man? Like, that would be awesome. Yeah. Well, (laughs)
0: that, that is the first time that is the most authentic answer I think that we have ever gotten on the podcast because that is the greatest form of true authenticity and understanding of yourself is when you understand what you need as a, as a community, hotter than health, myself as a friend, I can call you a friend now, what could we be doing to better support you, your mission?
1: I I need income. I need a passion project. And I need, I mean, I I had all my money stolen. I was sleeping on a trampoline just a couple of years ago. Um, I've been through some shit Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, and I don't talk about that. I don't I don't put it out there because that's not what people want to hear. But at the same time, I'm kind of tired of just talking about what people want to hear. And I talk about this brand and the brand goes and makes more money. I don't make a penny off of it. I don't even drink out of those bottles anymore because I don't even get a discount. They cut my discount. They cut me. And then four years later, they put hundreds of millions of dollars into it and then turn around and sold it for hundreds of millions of dollars.
0: You know what that was? That was the beautiful, refreshing taste of Organifi's red juice. So Organifi is on a mission to make all of the benefits of juicing and nutrients and adaptogens more accessible. That's why my two favorite products right now are the green juice for the morning. I take that right before my coffee in the morning or my decaf actually and then in the mid-afternoon right before I go for a walk or if I'm feeling a little peckish snacky and I know that it's actually just my blood sugar or if it is just kind of I want to sip on something that has a good flavor then I will do the red juice powder it is focused around the beetroot really great for adding that nitric oxide it's so good as a pre-workout so ditch all of the bs super processed added sugar added ingredients of the pre-workout that you have right now highly recommend this even if you're not working out just as a nice little added energy boost throughout the day so you can check out all of Organifi's products at Organifi.com using the code HTH for 20% off that is more of a discount than you'll get anywhere whether it is in a store whether it is online it is the biggest discount that you'll get. So highly recommend checking it out. If you're switching up your protein powders, the tub that you get is huge. It is glyphosate residue free, which we will talk about in upcoming episodes, teaser, teaser, but make sure you're checking out Organifi. If you haven't pulled the trigger yet, now is the time. Organifi.com, use the code HTH or just backslash HTH when you go to Organifi.com. Check out the green juice and the red juice. They are my absolute favorite. Also, Jake, I can see you hiding them in the tall cabinets and I am coming for you. Not cool. Check out Organifi.com. Use the code HTH for 20% off at checkout. Thank you so much for being a show sponsor today. People want to take charge of their health and wellness. They're seeking and striving to do all the right things for their body and give it more energy, better sleep, better sex, a healthy immune system, and they just want to improve their overall personal and performance. Who doesn't? So they can continue doing all the things that they're doing and hopefully get the right results, or they can take a look at what is happening inside of their body using DNA Using blood and using actual data. So, introducing Inside Tracker. Insight Tracker is the ultra-personalized performance system that analyzes data from your blood, DNA, your lifestyle, and a personalized fitness tracker to help you optimize your body and reach your health and wellness goals, all right? So this is not a one-sized fits all program. It's not even really a program. This is basically someone's coming to you, taking some of your personal information, i.e. your blood, your DNA, your body body, what you're providing to the world and what you're actually looking to focus on. And they're taking that information, they're spinning it around in a couple of vials and they're figuring out what foods what drinks, what amount of sleep, what details can you be adjusting in your lifestyle to optimize your energy, your digestion, your overall longevity. So they're not just looking at normal biomarkers. So they're going to show you the optimal biomarker zones and numbers that are best for your body. So you're not just going on to Google and trying to figure out exactly what your numbers should be or how you should be feeling. These are real time, a complete picture of your health and wellness using DNA, blood, and fitness tracking. I am so excited excited to partner with Inside Tracker. They're actually coming to my house this morning to draw blood and get that information for me. I am so thrilled and I will report back exactly how it goes. But for a limited time, you can get 25% off of the entire Inside Tracker store. Just go to insidetracker.com hotterthanhealth hotter than health. Again, that is 25% off of the entire Inside Tracker store. Join me in figuring out what is going on inside of our bodies so that we can fully optimize our life, our energy, our sex, our immune system, everything. Go to insidetracker.com hotterthanhealth hotter than health. Again, insidetracker slash hotter than health. So miss- you are no longer affiliated with
1: the least bit. Like I I'm, 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 constantly living in a state of low-lying fear that i'm going to get a cease and desist letter that i can't even talk about the company that i started What? yeah
0: didn't see that one coming wait
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm glad you're sitting down um but yeah i mean and, and again this is like this is shit that i had no idea like i had no idea how corporate espionage was real. I had no idea that professional muck rockers would come in and just cause cancer and have ulterior motives. and I, I had no idea. I had no idea how how the real world corporate ladder, like what you have to do to climb the corporate ladder. it's a lot like being a celebrity. you, you hear these stories about, what the, especially the female, but, and the male celebrities have to go to, to get to the next level. It's kind of like that with the, with the business world too. I mean, you got to do some shit that you you may not always want to do, or you say, no, like I said, no, I don't want to do that. And now I'm paying the price.
0: You are so, there's so much affiliation though. Anytime you Google your name, anytime, um, even the Tumalo group, the uh, group that you currently run that helps entrepreneurs start um, start their businesses, whenever you look up your name, it's still Hydro Flask, And I don't even wanna say it out loud anymore. I don't wanna give it any more gusto. Yeah. So, What do you feel about that when you see your name still associated? Does it make you think, God, I learned a lot? Or does it make you frustrated or sad?
1: I'm kind of neutral with it. Um, I am always, always, always appreciative to hear stories of people, how they feel better. And I don't mean to knock the company at all. I think that people drink. It's not like I put out a pharmaceutical product. Like if I put out a, a pill or something that's killing people, I would have just hit away and not ever, you know, you would have never seen my face or known my name, but the fact that people are drinking water, I'm, I'm happy. I'm really, I, it makes me happy to see people using water bottles in general. And Mm -hmm. I can tell a lot about the person by what brand, what color, what stickers, what uh, is it a straw or not a straw? Like that's just kind of built into my psyche that I understand the human it's you know the human behind the bottle um and i and i love that i love that people are are predominantly drinking water but also other liquids out of it and that's awesome um
0: this might be my favorite podcast that i've ever done this might be my <laughs> absolute favorite and it's because you are so honest and you were thank you for all of this
1: just well i'm tired. i'm tired of being i'm tired of I, it feels like I have to put on a mask, you know, it's like, I have to be, I have to get up on stage and, and tell a story that inspires people to go out and do great things. But, but really, I mean, doing great things is having great kids and spending time with your spouse and spending time with your family and spending time in the community. That to me is, is way more applicable than starting a, a, a large, big ass company, which is difficult. It's um, and it's not always practical. It's not always realistic for people. It's, yeah. it's kind of a fluke that it happened. I mean, there was a lot that went into it that makes it not just luck and not just a fluke, but same time, it kind of is.
0: Yeah. And I think that it is really rare to have someone who has reached that level in their company say that because at the end of the day, people want their glory. People want people to know, Hey, I worked my ass off. I didn't sleep. I was even you, you were in the warehouse when you had pneumonia or something you were working day in, day out on this. And so you want You want people to recognize that this didn't just happen on accident, but there could have been, there could have been one connection that set it off. There could have been like that one woman at the farmer's market was having a really good day. She said, fuck it. Come on in. Like all of these little things can be serendipitous. Um, And, and I think that you saying it out loud that there is, there is a third wall that I think is going to start to come down um, in a big way, not just with big pharma, but in the, in celebrity, in, in financial.
1: I think that we're starting to find out. And I think that the wall is crumbling. I think that the curtain's being pulled back and the truth is being revealed. And I think that we're, we're right at the precipice, right at the cusp of that really happening. And I hope, I really hope I have hope that we're all going to be good. And, and like, we're going to be doing really well here before too awfully long. And that the, the old archaic powers that be aren't going to continue their diabolical plan to continue with the way things were. And I've met a tremendous amount of people who are known as celebrities back from the dive days and from the flying days. And then after hydroflask days, I've met a lot of people. And I think that there are a lot of actual celebrities and I'm not going to include myself in that category, but I think there are a lot of celebrities who are really tired of this also. And, um, you know, I, I, I also know that a lot of the good ones that are also trying to stand up, they're being suicided. And so I always have that, in my mind as well. Like I am not suicidal. I'll tell you right now. Um, (laughs) I have a good life. I have a daughter and I am not suicidal. You know, we look at the social media and we're in, you know, the social media encourages the happy, happy, joy, joy, pictures, you know, the artificial fake life. We only want, and we only want to post the happy, side of things. And so then what do people see? They only see the happy side of life. And there's, I mean, yeah, we could go on for hours about that topic, but as a society, I I think that, I think that our society has a, a, an illness, a sickness, and I think it's been propagated for a long time. And we are so deeply in living in it that it, some people will never realize it, and some people will never wake up to it. Other people I I see are starting to, and mm-hmm. I think that's really healthy. I think that recognizing a problem, I mean, I, I'm recognizing a problem has got to be one of the first steps of overcoming it. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think as a society, the next year or so is going to be really big for us. Whether mm-hmm. you know we go and continue under totalitarian lockdown i've spent a lot of time in china and i've seen a lot of this coming over the years like we've we're we're in lockstep with what other communist countries are doing and they've been doing for years and years and years and i don't know i I don't want to go down that path either but (laughs) to talk about vegetables and and (laughs) and stuff like that
0: I told you, I told you in the very beginning of the podcast, I was like, we go everywhere here. And I I just follow, I just follow the bubbles where they go. It's easy to talk to you about smoothies and vegetables and all these things, because before we started recording, holy pivot, uh, before we started recording, you mentioned that you don't necessarily have much of an attachment to food. You're like, it, it doesn't excite you necessarily where some people, i.e. me think about food all the time. And we're like, okay, already thinking about what we're going to do for dinner. Hey babe, what do you want me to cook tonight? He's like, it's 9am. What, um, <laughs> like tell us what, what is your, what is your morning and your night routine? So are you a meditator? Do you need to put your feet in the earth? Do you have incense or incense or sound bowls or elixirs and foods? What, what is your entire day? We'd like to hear it.
1: I, I spend a lot of time eating food that other people prepare. And um, I recognize that that's not the best for me. I, I know that I need to take a more uh, active stance on my diet and my nutrition and my life in general, when it comes to like certain topics like that. Um, but I, I typically will, I, I have kind of a love-hate relationship with coffee. And I found some cold brew that I like. And so I've been partaking in cold brew the past couple months. But I'm what's also, your
0: love-hate?
1: Well, I just, I, I, I feel like coffee is an addictive agent. It's a chemical, right? And so it's, it's kind of like with, I, I kind of see it as alcohol, like kind of. It's like I can have one or two beers and, and stop. But if I'm in the Caribbean and I have five or six beers well then i'm going into rum and coke and i'm gonna just keep going until i black out and so i you know like if it's in august and it's hot and i've been working sure i'll have a beer or two but i don't want alcohol to have be a captor like i don't want it to hold anything over me but i also wanted to
0: elevate the situation
1: yeah but at the same time i don't want to be held hostage by it um yeah (laughs) And and coffee is the kind of the same way. I feel like I, I can, I can, I want to be able to cut coffee at any given time and not have negative ramifications of that action. I was just,
0: I was just listening to a podcast episode the other day talking about morning routines and how some people are so rigid in their morning routines. And I definitely have gone through phases of that, but it, It's one of those things where it's great to have a morning routine and you set yourself up for the day and you're healthy and all these things. But if if there's some if there's a time where if you don't do it perfectly, then it ruins your whole day. That's when you know it's becoming a little bit more of a it's it's not so much a habit or a ritual as it is an OCD tendency, which comes Uh. from like anxiety and control. So I completely hear what you're saying with the coffee. It's like you want. To enjoy it when you want to enjoy it, not because it needs to be enjoyed.
1: Right. Yeah. Bingo. But yeah, you nailed it. That's that very well said. That's 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 spot on. Um, and then I I do typically eat, you know, sort of three meals a day. And um I I sometimes I practice like snacking throughout the day and stuff. Um, my daughter's dentist said. That now we don't we don't encourage snacking throughout the day, and so I'm not supposed to help her snack throughout the day, you know. And what? so, yeah.
0: what about like I what was, did he, what did I he say about that?
1: Well, he basically said that like if they're snacking throughout the day, then they're not brushing their teeth. They're only brushing. She only brushes her teeth twice a day, but she eats four times a day. Well, there's half the day that she's eating food that she's not. Brushing her teeth.
0: People just want to sell more toothpaste.
1: And so <laughs> then I go back to that. I'm like, yeah, okay. And you're also going to want to put fluoride in her toothpaste and and the, uh, you know. So yeah, I take it kind of with a grain of salt. Um, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I do find that um, kind of I don't know if this is necessarily like a daily routine or anything. But I do find that if I am in any given situation and I'm feeling kind of angsty or kind of like unsettled or uneasy that I try to physically move myself out of that physical location. Like I try to even just go outside, you know, 10 feet, or I, tr- if I can't go outside, I go five feet. If I'm on an airplane, I'll walk to the front of the airplane. Like I find that if, if that energetic pocket is not suiting me, then I, I try to get out of it. Um, and That's then. So yeah, good. And, and then we also got, we just got another puppy. So now we're up to a few puppies. And so I take the puppies for a walk every night. And then we have, um, we have a lot of chipmunks. And so we have cats because of the chipmunks. And so then now the cats come for walks with us, which is kind of cool. Um, and I know so, some
0: people that would love to hear that.
1: <laughs> I, I, I never thought of myself as a cat person. I, I did not like cats at all, but now I've got this one. He's really cool. His name is Jacques and he's got but like a lot cats of are just know.
0: animals. We have to just remember that like cats aren't always just like kneading dough, like they're actual wild animals, also, you know.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. And when it and I think that's you're absolutely right. Like when I get to see the cats out in the wild, like hunting and praying, and then the dogs are learning from the cats how to like pounce, it's really cool. So that's kind of like my nightly routine ritual. And if I if I have my daughter, then, um, she comes with me. If I don't, cause I have my daughter, um, half and half with mm-hmm. her mom. And, uh, so if I don't have her, then, then I typically, I smoke like one joint and I just like have a great time walking the animals.
0: That's the best. And then do you take any supplements? Are you, um, watching any shows? Do you read books or meditate?
1: No, I don't, I don't watch TV except for the fish. Um, on the screen, I I, I read it a lot of books. Still, I mm-hmm. have. It's what's really cool. One one really good side about you know everything that's happened is like, my library is pretty intense. Like I've mm-hmm. got a really good library and I have a lot of just doing podcasts and doing shows and just talking to people in the business world. I have a lot of good recommendations that people give me. And so I'm typically like right on Amazon hit buy now every time I, I get a recommendation and it goes in a someday pile. But again, back when I'm like 80 and I get to move back down to the Caribbean, I've got a ton of books to take with me.
0: I love when you get in that book reading zone and you find one and then it just makes you want to continue or you like find one author. Um, what are some, what are your, some of your favorite fiction or easy read books? And then what are some of your favorite, uh, hard hitting books? I,
1: I actually never really read fiction. I, I okay. was always opposed to it because it, it, basically I felt like it was a waste of time and it, it I was never interested in fiction, mm-hmm. uh, especially science fiction. I, like, I always thought like, uh, that's the biggest waste of time. And then I found that fiction can actually be fun. Who knew? And, um, uh, it can be a good escape. And so I just recently, um, the guy who invented the bamboo washcloths, um, or the bamboo paper towels, I guess he recommended a book called the journeyer. And I, it was one of those things where I just hit click by, and it's about Marco Polo. And there are some cringy parts. There are some parts where I'm like, oh, I did not need to know that. I should not be reading this. (laughs) Then I look at it as like a historical book. Like it's a history book. I'm like, okay, that's good to know. Like that's how that culture operates. Yeah. But it turned out to be one of those books where it's a big, thick, dense book. And I did not want it to end. And so when it did end, I was kind of like, damn, not depressed. You're like ruined for all other books. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know that I can read any other books. I I still really want to write my own book. I think that like, and this is going to sound super duper egotistical, but like I'd read it. um Um,
0: are you kidding i'm gonna turn this podcast into a two-parter because i'm just like like i'm i'm telling you and this is just you know taking down the third wall as soon as we hang up from this call i'm gonna do some breath work calm down and then i'm gonna call the people that i told that i was doing this podcast with i'm be like you guys are not gonna believe this like it's you have got to write a book and and i think if anything It's so that you can do an audible version of it, an audio book, because I think that that'll be a really good game. That'll be a game changer. I
1: don't know how long I'm going to be here for. So I feel like I need to get it out for my daughter, if nothing else. You know, I feel like if I go, I at least want people to know the truth. When I go, I want people to know the truth, you know?
0: all All you have to do is speak it into this microphone and download a transcribing app and speak your stories and then go get an editor and just be like, can you put some commas in here? Truly. You're a, you're a, you're an orator. You're a storyteller. You've got skills that I think you can take anywhere and that's how you make friends and connections is by, you know, that's how people will trust you.
1: Gosh, I really appreciate that. You know, I, I guess that, looking back at my life and looking at like, you know, I'd be 18 years old and I'd show up in a foreign country where they don't even speak English. I'm like, huh, who knew they spoke French and Tahiti? I did not know that. But the only way to get by is by talking to people, you know, and asking for help. And, you know, this is well before we had, we could have Googled it, you know, and before I had a GPS take me to a hostel, I had to talk to people to find the hostel to get to, you know, to get sleep or I had to find, the market well so that's interesting i never really put that part of my life together like all of my international journeys um, especially at a young age and by myself like how big a role they would have played in the rest of my life i i'm a firm believer in the gap here and i don't think that anybody should go straight from high school to college i think that they should take a year off and go travel the planet and i think that now you know, they're trying to take that away from us and it may not be the best time to do so, but it might also be the best time to go because there's less people like less what great people. check out places where there's typically a fuck ton of people.
0: I studied abroad a couple of times, but I never did a gap year, which I, I hugely wish I had, but that's why I, if, traveling is a priority for me now. But, um, Having a gap year between high school and college makes all the difference between whether or not it's sustainable or viable as compared to after college, when you have this pressure to pay off your student loans and go with what everyone else is doing. Like for me, I wish that I had gone before college because I didn't want to go to college. I was never excited about it. I like got into a couple schools. I was like, I guess I'll go here. Cause my mom went here. Like I, I was, I genuinely was like, what's the cheapest school. And so I went there and I was like, I don't even like this. And so I found all my joy after college it it was a dark time for me but the I wish that I had gone in between high school and college so that I you know you could use those experiences in college but you don't have to worry about accruing all this student debt while you are you know also trying to save up for a trip around the world right yeah
1: Yeah. well and a lot of the a lot of the gap year people that I met um you know, traveling, they were taking the gap year to find themselves also. What do I want to do? You know, just because I thought I wanted to be a vet all growing up, do I now want to be a vet or am I more interested in history or English or who knows what else? And so I I always saw that as a big benefit of of the people who went to gap year and then on to college was they got to find out more about themselves especially traveling internationally, I think that's the best way and the best time to learn about ourselves is to put ourselves in a foreign land. And then really that shakes up everything we thought we knew about, you know, comfort and ourselves. Mm
0: -hmm. I completely agree. I completely agree. You get yourself out of your own social construct and then you're in completely foreign land. You're like no safety net, no, nothing. Um, And that's a whole nother story. We'll have to do a few more episodes. Uh, Well, I I just want to say thank you so much for your time. And this has been more valuable than I ever expected. I hope that I know that everyone listening has gotten something out of this and to make it a two-parter so that we can um, squeeze a little more out of you. Um, So I truly just am thankful to have met you and to know you. And um, anytime you're in South Carolina or even on the East Coast, let me know. We can do this in person, and it'll just be story time again. That'd be so cool. Um,
1: That'd yeah. be awesome, Liza. I appreciate that. I think in person would be super cool. I, I I think that would be really cool. Yeah, thank you.
0: Well, let's let's figure that out. I think that this would be a killer episode in person.
1: Cool. Truly.
0: All right. Well, um, before we let you go, what is one thing, one resource that you would like to leave our audience with?
1: I would say. Go travel. Like if you've been thinking about it, just go do it. If you've been thinking about starting a business, just do it. If you need help, let me know. I can help you. Um, but just do. Just go and do. Just do. Yeah, just do it. Not not the cheesy Nike slogan, but like seriously though. Yeah, seriously. Go. Just do it.
0: I agree. I agree. And our whole audience is sending you only good things, only good thoughts, and calming, calming, calming wishes. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Hotter Than Health, part two of the Billion Dollar Bamboozlement with Travis. Again, I know that this was a pretty intense episode. If you got value from this, please write us a review. Tell us what you liked about it. Leave us five stars on iTunes so that we can make sure more people can organically find Hotter Than Health, the podcast. It is the greatest way to naturally grow any podcast. So, If you want to support in any way, use the links in the show notes or leave us review, follow, subscribe, like, share, all that good stuff. And I'm so excited for our episode next week. I know you'll love that one as well. We will talk to you next Thursday.